toot sweet sound like what they are. So do lollies in a lollipop jar. Gingerbread men have a gingerbread sound. We found sugar plums in a I have a confession to make. I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh. I don't know it. Yeah, Dyke looked less than impressed with our song choice. Oh, I was gosh. very happy. I was. Well, you guys were talking about Dick Van Dyke being in it. Was he in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No, we just said that. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's a Dick. Well, you said something about Mary Poppins. And I know he's in Mary Poppins. Right. Also, uh, Dick Van Dyke's one of the guys that every few years I forget is still alive. Like, I just assume that he's dead. And then I'm like, I, then I do like a, a wellness check, and I'm like, no man, he's still kicking. Yeah, he's still doing it. Ninety five years old. I uh, Dick Van Dyke is something that like uh, when people ask me when I'm at work as a bartender, they'll be like, "What's your name?" And it's always so loud. I'm be like, "Dyke." They no one ever just goes, "Okay." <laughs> they go, "Jake." <laughs> so, you know, and I go. So now, what I to cut to the chase? I go, "My name's Dyke, like Dick Van Dyke," and then that usually just ends the conversation. Nice. Except for this weekend, Zach, uh, there was a lesbian wedding, and one of the brides came up to me and asked me my name, and I was like, I, I don't want to ruin your special day here. He's <laughs> calling Mr. D. <laughs> the name's Jake. I know, I said, uh, <laughs> I, State I, Farm. I looked her straight in the eyes, and I go, my name's Dyke, like Dick Van Dyke. And then, and then, and then I kind of held my breath, and then she just kind of looked me square in the eyes, and she goes, okay, I won't make any of the obvious jokes here. <laughs> this guy walked off. Just laughed like this guy is like a real protester. <laughs> Hi and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host Dyke Michaels. With me in the co-host seat, that is Jay McKee. Truly scrumptious. The ones and twos, the wheels of steels, the sauce lord, and the last white dragon. Give it up for the sauce boss Zach. Hey there. I said, give it up for the sauce boss Zach. Yeah. I've never been forced to clap. <laughs> I've never been forced to drink tropical punch. Like, this, like I thought we were all like bros hanging out. Did you see how that happened today? I sat down. I got a tropical punch. That's why we uh, played Truly Scrumptious. Mm. We're all drinking Trulys right now. Truly. And I was like, all right. And then I wanted to do a raspberry lime, which looked really delicious. And then Dyke's like, you get that tropical punch. And I was like, what? He's like, you put that... Raspberry lime back, you drink <laughs> another tropical punch. Here's the thing. Truly makes a lot of good products. Their uh, punchline, is it the punchline? Yeah. Their punchline, uh, to me, exact, are... Uh, truly terrible. <laughs> exactly. Undrinkable. Uh, so the fact that you don't seem to be bothered by it, do you enjoy that? Like, would you say it's equal to a regular... I'm just like, enjoying it right now. You I just like, like that, that is equal to a regular Truly. It is. You yeah, don't think it's, that's it's, any way worse than a regular Truly. No, you're wrong. They're worse. 
<laughs> I had a dream that one day all Trulies would be <laughs> drank equally, and uh, you're discriminating. And that's why I happily said yes. I'll yeah. have another tropical punch because it's good. Hmm. Well, thank you for taking one for the team. We'll put it that way. Um, this is the Harder Brunch podcast. Uh, it's a comedy podcast about the service industry. Typically, we would have a guest on from the service industry or from a local comedian. We do not have a guest today, but we're going to have a fun time anyway oh, yeah. because we're three very interesting characters, and um, especially you, Zach. <laughs> Started to sound like that uh, the the Steve Martin skit with two wild and crazy <laughs> guys, three wild characters. Uh, no, we we had a we had a great brunch. We did an away game today. Away game is instead of me cooking brunch. Uh, since we didn't have a guest, we went uh, to a local eatery. Went to Gomez Barbecue, and we've uh, we did a pop up there before, um, but they we popped up there today. We popped up there today. They have uh, an amazing Sunday brunch uh, every Sunday. Not moldy uh, at all. <laughs> it's, it's I covered how, it. Thanks. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I should, uh, anything that I advertise, I should just like, it's not moldy. <laughs> Welcome to the Not Moldy podcast. It can get moldy, but it was not. <laughs> it was. It was mold-free, mold-free. Now, uh, everything was great. Uh, I had a brisket, biscuits and gravy, which I then added hot sauce and cheese to. I'm kind of in the nap zone right now. I feel like from the biscuits and gravy, it was good, but I, I could I could nap right now for sure. Do you feel like you eat more on days that we all go out? Oh, absolutely. Because I, I actually never really see you eat that much. I, I, I usually just kind of hunt and peck. I usually don't have. When we first started, I was eating full meals, and then I just felt like a sack of shit when I would sit down to podcast, and I realized I can't do it, so... I'll eat a little bit before, then sometimes I'll go and I'll, I'll graze during the break, but I usually don't have a, a full heavy meal. Uh, Zach, what did you have? I had the breakfast Sammy. Uh, it had a smoked sausage on there, and then it was on Four Birds uh, English Muffin, I believe, and there was some sort of cheese on there. Uh, what, what was that? Do you know? Because it didn't say on the menu. Mystery cheese, I believe it was called. Mystery cheese? <laughs> no, I, I didn't see what it was called. Um, but he always has, uh, so he has like kind of like the, like he always has the brisket, uh, biscuits and gravy. Briskets, briskets and gravy. Because um, the biscuits are made of brisket? No, the, the gravy. Oh. Yeah, that'd be weird. Brown gravy, we should point out. It was, it's a, <laughs> it's a not your mama's gravy. Um, <laughs> not your mama's sauce. He always has a, uh, like a rotating, like a new sandwich though. So that was like mm. the sandwich of the week that you had. The and breakfast Sammy was? The breakfast Sammy, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. It was like the special the special of the day. And what'd you have, Dad? Oh, I have the quesadilla, chorizo style, um, with the scrambled eggs. It was really good. Um, the only thing about chorizo, it, it does bother my stomach at some points. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only problem. Like, I don't know if that's like everybody, like, is it just a given? Like, if you eat a lot of chorizo, you're going to poop. It's like if you drink citrus hops, you're gonna have a nightmare. Okay, not the same. <laughs> Can we get a vote between us three? Does chorizo like no. make your stomach? No, no, oh. I don't think chorizo makes me feel any worse or better than any other. Maybe more just the chorizo. I just found yeah. that out. That's I thought a, it was just a given. Like, oh, you, what about like other things that are like <laughs> spiced, like spicy chili or something? Oh yeah, you always shit. Oh okay, so this is really just a put. Anytime I have anything like spicy or like really saucy. Very meaty in that way. Mm. Uh, I end up using the toilet. Mm. I mean, 
Doesn't that happen after every time you eat? Or, or yeah. We're it, talking about biology we're, here. Guess we're talking celery. Yeah. Salads. Yeah. So food breaks down in the like, human body. I mean, just to nail it home, I think the chorizo <laughs> is more nail, so. Please nail it home. Nail, that's, a, that's a term. Chris, yeah, it Chris, is. You're Chris, doing good. Chris King's rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> Screw that, man. <laughs> He thinks just because he's getting married, he could talk shit about our podcast. <laughs> Let's make this episode about Chris King. That uh, could be a fun way to take it. <laughs> um, so Gomez Barbecue, uh, go check them out on Sundays. They are also open for lunch, uh, currently Tuesday through Saturday. They're located at 2827 East 10th Street uh, on the near east side. Gomez Barbecue. What's good there for lunch? Like if, I if, mean, if you were to go into lunch, what, what, what should people get? Uh, pulled pork sandwich is always good. Um, they also have the uh, the brisket sandwich. I'm a brisket guy. I like the the brisket sandwich. Surprisingly, you know what they sell a lot of quesadillas. They make a hell of a quesadilla. I feel like quesadillas are something everybody loves. Yeah, it's quick, and it's also it's uh, the smoked chicken. So it's just like you know you're getting a little. It's better than uh, yeah. Like you could get a quesadilla at an Italian place, and it wouldn't feel <laughs> out of place. Yeah, you, think you so? know what I mean. Like if they put the right things on it, they'd be like no. an Italian quesadilla. <laughs> people really wouldn't. There love to be the peppers, and they would order it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like they solved the age-old question of how do we get more cheese on a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, they sell beer there. I didn't realize they sold beer there. Yeah, beer and wine. So for brunch, you can get your mimosa. They also have a pretty good rotating uh, craft beer selection. You know, smaller place, smaller. Oh, did you want to talk about the coffee thing that we got, Thad? Oh, the undertow? The undertow, that's what it was. That was great. So what was the, the because it was like hot espresso, right? Or was it espresso on the top? Yeah, it was espresso, chocolate, and then milk. And then I, I, I'm allergic to milk, too. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize. Did you not listen? Well, I asked if it was like almond milk. Do you think like it's the cheese milk. in the quesadilla or the, or the oh, chorizo? Oh, I always have my chorizo cheese. I always have my chorizo cheese. You think maybe you're just lactose intolerant? Mystery, mystery cheese. That could be it. <laughs> also, why do you keep ordering stuff that's going to make you have a bad time? Listen, it's not bad when it's going in. Oh, yeah. Huh. But that's my, that's my motto for everything. Huh. <laughs> it's not bad when it's going it's not in. not bad when it's going in. <laughs> The, my only thing is I know sometimes if I eat something with like straight up like jalapeno peppers or something in it, I was like, that's going to be spicy tomorrow. Right. But I don't have anything that particular I'm like leery of eating. Do you have anything that you're like leery of eating? I mean, like I try not to eat lots of bread. That. But does that, does that make you feel bad? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. It's just I, I, I'll do it like I'll do it like once a week, maybe. Mm. And it's just like, like usually I'll, I'll like eat something here, yeah. but e- even then I'll try to pick. You're saying my food right. makes you sick. That's what you're saying. I mean, technically, <laughs> I don't know if it gets me to the fad place. <laughs> so you're just a masochist <laughs> with bread. You're just a masochist with bread. Like sometimes you're like, all right, I'm going to feel bad right now. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like it's the same. Like, like anybody who's sensitive to a food. Like there are some things that you like if it's not bad enough where you're like, eh, you know, like chorizo and cheese. Okay. I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like but I enjoy it. Do you enjoy bread? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody yeah. enjoys bread. Yeah, no, I think yeah. Just like every I think everybody enjoys 
what if you're lactose intolerant what i, I never want to get into the nitty-gritty of it but it's just like just makes you have gas right like yeah so if you have if i have too much milk yeah like i'll get a sharp pain on the side oh and then um i will feel awful um, heart attack is, <laughs> is your heart on the side zach I, the guests can't hear where you're pointing well, I said side, <laughs> so usually they probably associate that with a side. A pain in the side? No, that's also a heart attack. So you get like, uh, what, are, what are those called? Uh, cramp? Yeah, it's like you get a cramp and then you get nauseous. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just don't feel good. And then and then you might have diarrhea. Did you drink milk as a kid? Mm-hmm. Like, did you drink a lot? Like, I remember I drank a ridiculous amount of milk as a child, like, my family drank milk. Like my mom drank milk. Like she could like a thirty-two ounce cup and fill it up full of milk and just take it to the dome. Yeah, that was me. I drank skim milk. Oh, and I could drink a lot of right. skim milk. The, when I was eight, I think that's when I stopped drinking milk because mm. I had some cereal. I remember I had, and this is graphic for the viewers. I had <laughs> this whole segment's been pretty graphic for the viewers <laughs> or the listeners. I'm not going to make throw up noises, but like I uh, had Fruit Loops. And I remember eating the Fruit Loops with the regular milk. Yeah. And it came back up like within three minutes. Mm. And then my mom's like, we're not giving you milk anymore. Fruit pukes or you throw it up? Oh, you're trying to be clever. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to to make my childhood trauma funny. Zach, Zach, is there anything that you had? (laughs) I feel like a lot of people have a traumatic experience of something as a child and they don't fuck with it for the rest of it is there anything like that for you yeah it was uh um caramel apples really yeah how's that traumatic that's supposed to be fun i know right that's what's so traumatic about it no uh i think i was ill one year and like you know like the caramel apples you get in the store like Mm -hmm. and i think uh like my my mom had gotten me that and like i ate a caramel apple and then threw up unconnected to the caramel apple yeah, and then, and then for quite a while for after years, that, taste of it, it just reminded you of it. Well, it's just like you'd look at it and be like, "Man, nah, no, those look terrible." Like I don't think I, you know, we went to Florida when I was like seven or eight years old to visit my cousin, and I remember we went out to this like we went out to a restaurant and like it was certain things just burned into my memory. Like my mom ordered a calamari salad, and the salad came out and it had just like little babies full squids in it. Oh, like like with the eyes and everything, and I just remember being like my mom being like, "This isn't how I thought this was gonna come." Still moving? No, they were dead, but okay. like <laughs> just like not chopped up, and right? Like, not like a, a an adult squid that's usually chopped into pieces where you can't identify the whole <laughs> the whole animal, the whole animal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my grandpa always loved clam chowder, and I remember uh, I think I had some of his or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's really good." And it's like to the point where. Believe it or not, I used to be a real picky eater when I was like a little, little kid. And so they got me like a cup of clam chowder and I just smashed the whole thing. And it's Florida in the summertime. I don't think my um, I don't think my cousin had air conditioning back then. Oh. And I was on a waterbed with my older cousin. My cousin's like 13. I'm eight. And he's looking. There's some girls that are just like night swimming down in the like apartment complex pool. And so he's like standing on the waterbed trying to like peep down at these girls swimming. I'm eight years old, so I don't care about girls yet, you know? And I'm just on this waterbed and it's just so hot. And I just remember sweating and feeling so nauseous and the waterbed just like bouncing up and down. And I just like projectile vomited 
uh, clam chowder everywhere. I literally have not had clam chowder. I think the past year or two, I started eating clam chowder again. Really? I remember one thing that I had done was when I was, at some point as a kid, I had had Oysters Rockefeller, mm. which is the deal where you broil them with like cheese and stuff over them. And, you know, uh, and I had liked that. Because you couldn't tell, you know, it was like just cheese in the shell. Yeah. And so I was at a restaurant with, I think, my dad in Florida. And it was like a Joe's Crab Shack. And I was like, I want the oysters on the half shell because I didn't realize it was different. He's uh, like, are you sure, sure about that, buddy? I was like, yeah, definitely. Didn't realize they came out just raw. Yeah. And then like as, a, you know, like an eight or 10 year old kid <laughs> got this plate of, of raw oysters. And I had to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably expensive too. <laughs> and I remember, I like oysters now, but they were terrible at the time. Yeah. I think I had oysters pretty young, but I remember my cousin doctored them up with like saltines and hot sauce. And literally, there's like a bunch of stuff where you're still getting a bunch of other stuff besides right. just the. I remember I had hot sauce, but I was, I was afraid of it. I, I remember I was tickled because it came out with a little card that basically said, like, you know, like we're not liable if, if you get sick <laughs> no. eating under, you know, raw fish. And I thought that like any food that came with a disclaimer was exciting. <laughs> really? That's awesome. Oh my God. I always wanted to eat puffer fish because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it could kill the you. Poison. Yeah. Poison. Poison. Tasty fish. Tasty yeah, fish. But it must be good though. That's why I said aphrodisiac. Because the chance that you might die. I feel like anything that's kind of gross and slimy, they just say is an aphrodisiac. Because it's like, the, it's never just like, you know, it's an aphrodisiac cupcakes. It's always like, it's always like something that it has is to for be me. something exotic or weird. Or yeah, it's anything sort of clam or, yeah. or, you know, like, first, first, first of all, you're going to eat penis. that. Yeah, it's, you're going to want to eat that penis. It's an aphrodisiac. First of all, anything cake is aphrodisiac to me. Second of all, <laughs> Second of all, just because um, you get horny when you eat cake does not make it an aphrodisiac. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Here's the thing, but like the reason why pufferfish is an aphrodisiac is because if you go and you live after you eat it and you don't die, then that makes you horny. <laughs> you have a whole new lease on life. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly you why survived. It is. Yeah, maybe. How does it kill you if you die? I mean, I mean, how does it? How does it kill you if you die? How does it? Like, what does the poison actually do? Is cooking technique? Yeah, that wasn't very. How much of cooking is technique? How well, much of poison is? So, so what I understand is it has something to do with when you're when you're dismembering it. There's a little little sack that has the the poison in it. Okay, and that. Uh, it's something, you know, like the amount of poison that's in like the period on the end of a sentence can kill a person. Oh, wow. And so the skill is in getting the, the fish and preparing it without having done that. Rupturing the poison sack. And the, I've, I've heard things said that um, hmm. that a good chef will leave enough of it on there to make your mouth tingle. But oh, I, wow. I, I don't know if that's yeah. a, you know. Could but, you imagine being the chef, like, if someone, like, it's your first day and someone orders puffers fish? <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. I mean, you got to be, you have to do this for, I mean, probably 20 years or something. I mean, like, I, I, I looked at it once upon a time. It's not something that you do, you know, for a year. It's You yeah. don't go to, you know, you know, you go, you specially train to do this type of cookery. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I, I do believe there's, you know, some, some amount of people that die in the restaurant every year. 
that 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 you know. But like, does he have like a, a certain counselor? Like for what he does, like kill another one, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm trying to get better. Well, you gotta wonder. Do they practice like feeding them to the pigs or something? Yeah. Like, like, how do you test out of that? I like, have no idea. Or a failure crazy. is someone's dead. Dude, this guy sucks at pufferfish. <laughs> well, I would assume that you get like the, the, there's some. Like a, 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 a maximal allowable uh, amount of people yes. that die, right? <laughs> this, right. Rest, this restaurant has four and a half stars, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> they, 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 they made the number of deaths. Like I feel like I would want to see the chef's face. Yeah, like the chef has to lay that plate on my table and I want to make eye contact because if the chef is really sweaty and like <laughs> kind of shaky he's like here's your puffer if fish. the chef says good luck what hands it to yeah. I want to see a confident chef like just slap it down and like eat that okay 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 uh, even with proper pre- preparation by a trained chef about half a dozen diners die every year from the paralyzing effects of eating puffer fish that's COVID numbers <laughs> <laughs> How? That is, that is. Uh, No. Pufferfish is real, Thad. Come on. Uh, uh, We are also transitioning to a science denying podcast. Uh, So, my question. Okay, have you ever seen. I mean, I guess I'm just thinking about poisonous things in the ocean. One, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't fuck around in the ocean because there's. Dinosaurs and shit with poisoned blood that lives there. What? Um, poisoned blood dinosaurs? That, that was the most Alex <laughs> no. Jones answer ever. Yes. For like, yeah. you know, There's lots of legitimate reasons to not fuck with the ocean. Aliens poisoned dinosaurs blood dinosaurs and poisoned blood? <laughs> what? Look, I've never heard that for ocean ever. <laughs> there are creatures in the ocean that literally have been there since the dinosaurs. Like... There are dinosaurs still oh. alive today in the ocean. That wasn't the sentence, though. No, that and, was not at all the same. And, and poison also, blood. Explain that one. <laughs> Whatever. Like, so... Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Just ignore it. Have you ever seen... Forget about it. Have you ever seen the people that go out they got, like, purposely stung by a box jellyfish? No. Um... Like people do this like on a dare or something? No, I, I've was, seen somebody stung by a jellyfish before. It's a vacation you could book. The, no, this was like basically like, like somebody, a puffer fish thing. That's where you go afterwards, appetizers yeah. or jellyfish. Somebody who like went out with I think with the intention of getting just just to see how quickly how intense it was that he got stung mm-hmm. and then immediately you know taken directly to the hospital and they're like timing and he's like going through the symptoms like in real time and it just it's just like yeah, by the end of it, he's just like, like midway through, he's just like, everything's on fire. My like, <laughs> my whole yeah. entire body's on fire. Like, this is terrible. Like, this was a terrible decision to do. I wish I had done this. That must have been a big jellyfish because I've been stung by jellyfish before when these I used are to like, swim in Haiti. Well, the bo- these are like, this is like in the off the coast of Australia. Oh, yeah, in yeah. Haiti? Yeah. yeah, when I would swim in Haiti, there'd be like, like little pools of jellyfish that would swim around. And you could only tell, like, because you're swimming, and all of a sudden things start stinging. Now these are like baby mm. jellyfish, like the so, moon jellies or whatever. Yeah. So you have someone pee on on you, or you pee on yourself to get that tingle off. Um, How many times have you peed on yourself for jellyfish? Per, for jellyfish, yeah, not total. Under five. Under five. Under huh. five. How many times have you been peed on by somebody else? Under five. 
Over zero? More than zero? That's a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, per jellyfish? No, so no, no, no. Just, I've heard that. Just or just peed on. I've, can you look that up? I, I've heard that that's an urban legend. That that's actually not true. That the urine does not relieve uh, uh, a jellyfish sting. I've heard that that's a. I will say this. A tall tale. I've never been peed on by someone else. Like, like. For jellyfish reasons. For jellyfish reasons. But. They uh, they said it is absolutely true and more effective than any medication. That doesn't sound like something ha. you read on the internet. Ha. <laughs> no, quite simply, no. <laughs> there is no truth to that myth, I guess. Ooh, so yeah. I just peed on myself for no freaking reason. <laughs> I I did pee on myself, man, and like now I'm mad. Who li- who started that lie? I don't Some know. Who told you. Like you're the one who had the experience. My mom told me that. Well, then she did. <laughs> She, she lied to all of us. Your mom's a bully, man. <laughs> Dang it. Um, but yeah, the stuff that has, you know, is a poison. A lot of poison. A lot of different seed poisons. Um, That's what poison blood means. Sure. I don't know. They don't have blood. What do they, what, like, what do jellyfish have? Poison does. Jelly? Uh, jelly, yeah. But a puffer fish has a poison sack. I don't know. Yeah, I just, poison sack. Like. It would be nice if they just gave you like a sleepy time poison where you just get real full and then you just fall asleep and don't wake up. But no, I'm sure it's some Wait, sort of Are you of asking like, for nature to have like a more like <laughs> compassionate venom? <laughs> like, you know, like, like being poisoned to death sucks. I yeah. really just wish that, you know, there was a, an easier way. Hey guys, I'm not like your regular puffer fish. <laughs> <laughs> I have compassion when I, just, I kill. I just, you know... You 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 spun the wheel. You hit a puffer fish, and then you're getting up, and then you all of a sudden it's like my insides are burning, and then you're dead. Like it's a shitty way to go, man. I don't know. I feel like getting bitten by a snake would be like like you know rattlesnake because mm-hmm. you don't always die from rattlesnake. So that might be the like a I, compassionate venom. I knew somebody that got stung by a stingray, went right through his forearm. How compassionate was that? Was he or the stingray? Stingray. But a know. stingray is different than like. They're poisonous. Is it poisonous? Yeah, I didn't know that either. I, I thought it was. I, I thought it was know. just like the a now, barb it, going through your skin. No, there. It was, it, so it, the the barb went through his skin, and he was like, uh, I mean, he was pretty phased by it. He got pretty messed up. Now he, we were able to handle it on the boat, and you know, he didn't. Was he uh, hallucinating or no? He was just like we we went out on the front deck, and like the 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 kit had a a guide of different venoms and what you do with them. And with that one, what you do is pour very hot water, as hot water as they can stand, because everyone the, on the boat peed on him. Because <laughs> so, the heat, I guess, <laughs> denatures all the the venom or whatever. And so he's laying on the front deck, and we're like, you know, having people bring hot water up, you know, and we're kind of pouring it over the the wound. And he was looking at it, and he's like, he's like, you doing okay? Okay, Rob, and he's like, "Yeah, I just, I just feel real high, man." <laughs> really? And his eyes were pretty out of it. I mean, he looked like somebody that was like on something. Uh, oh. But then, you know, he he, you know, we got him all patched up, and then by the end of the night, like at dinner, this happened earlier in the day. By dinner, he came out and was a little wobbly, but Whoa. he was fine. What we're gonna you? take a quick commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> 